Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 142. And today I'm going to dive into five strategic moves that you should be making when we're in a hot construction market, which we are right now. But before I get to that quick announcement, this episode is brought to you by Builder Funnel Academy. And this is our training program that we've been working on for many, many years. And we've built it, put it together, launched it last year. We've got about 100 members in there right now. People are getting tons of value out of the templates, the tools, the campaigns, all of our hard-learned lessons in digital marketing. As you guys know, this stuff changes all the time. Google's changing, I think, literally every day or twice a day. They make little tweaks. Usually, those aren't super impactful, but social media is changing. It's, it's a pretty dynamic landscape. So we try to keep the best of the best in there for you. What's working today? You can learn more about the Academy at builderfunnelacademy.com slash partner, and you can sign up today. All right, guys, let's dive into some strategic moves that I've been thinking about and that I think that you guys should be making right now, because right now is busy times. Everybody I talk to is slammed. Pipeline is full. They, they're batting people away. And it's kind of like, man, does it get any better than this? And, and maybe it doesn't. You know, this is, this is a pretty exciting time. And so what I want to do is kind of zoom out and take a breath and look ahead and look down the road because the companies that maximize the good times are also going to be able to maximize the low times and set themselves up for a bigger and better next busy time. So as we're sitting here today, the number one thing I think that everyone should be working on is, and these are not in any order, this is just item number one, but increasing revenue. So charging more. And and I say revenue, but I really mean profit as well. Charging more, you know, improving your margins and your profitability right now. This is the time to do it, right? In a in a tough market, you're pretty much taking on any job you can get. You're just trying to keep everyone busy. But right now, you know, your your biggest challenge is labor, right? There's just not enough labor. So the labor you do have, you want to be maximizing that labor as much as possible and getting the best margin you can. And so push the envelope on pricing, you know, raise them a little bit, raise them a little bit more. See where you're starting to get more no's and try to find that that number. You know, if you're at 30, see if you can push it to 35%. Can you push it to 40? Can you get 45%? You know, how high can you go? Because this, as you'll see, will lead into a couple of other things that I'll that I'll talk about. But that's one way that you can be improving profitability. The other way is charging for things that you weren't charging for before. So charging for a design meeting, charging for an initial consultation, even if it's a couple hundred bucks. I was just talking to somebody in the last month, they're in our academy, and he was saying they're so busy. He started charging $100 just for the initial consult, and it it didn't slow anyone down. So they bumped it up. I think it was $400 that they're charging now, three or 400, I can't remember. But now that's turned into like a 30 grand a year, maybe 40 grand a year revenue stream, because they're still booking about three of those a week. And so 
you know, again, he might even say, hey, let's push it to 500, you know, test the limits. Now is the time. And if you get a couple of no's, then you can always ratchet it back down. But I think charging for stages of the sales process that you weren't charging for, and then improving your margins and charging more overall for your projects, this is this is the best time to do it. All right. Item number two is building your backlog. So there's a couple of things you can do here. One, I think getting people committed to the projects earlier, even if they're on the schedule later. So take deposits to dis- to secure a spot in line. You know, getting those deposits, get people committed, and then pushing out even initial appointments. I have a client I coach with up in the Pacific Northwest, and they they aren't booking initial appointments. I think for about six weeks out from the time somebody calls in. It may be eight by now, but push those out as far as you can. Get people on the schedule. It shows that you're in demand. And a lot of times they're going and talking to other people and they, you know, they're like, oh, I don't want to wait that long. And then like this company that happened and then people would come back and they go, oh, it sounds like this is everybody. And so they ended up booking, booking those appointments anyway. And so what I like to do is look out a little ways. Like on one hand, this makes a lot of sense. A lot of you are probably doing this now, but make sure you're getting those deposits and and getting people committed as much as possible. Again, whether you're charging for initial initial consultations and then you're charging for design work and then you're taking a, a larger deposit up front because let's fast forward in time, maybe a year or two years. We don't know how long this will last, but let's just say today uh, is the day that everything turns and now the market's not great. You know, there's no le- a lot less demand. If you've built this trailing six, nine, 12 month backlog where you have deposits, you have people on the schedule, like, yes, some people will bail when things get tough and, you know, a market turns or something like that. But maybe your 12 month backlog gets condensed to a six month because a bunch of people bail. Well, now you've got six months of runway into a tough market during lean times that maybe you wouldn't have had at all. You know, maybe that would have crunched to zero. And so you've got six months of runway where you can figure things out. You can make some adjustments to your business. And if your competition hasn't been doing this, they just went to a zero backlog. You've got a backlog. They're scrambling for work. You've priced in your stuff at good margins. And so you can weather that storm a lot longer because you'll make it deeper into the tough time when you're still busy and then you'll start feeling the impact and that will give you more time to make those adjustments. So building the backlog isn't just about today. It's really securing work for the future, even if if things get tough. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems and I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So 
it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, item number three, qualify harder. So, you know, you can do this in a number of ways. One is through your forms on your website. You know, so most of the time I recommend shortening forms, reducing friction, making it a lot easier for people to contact you. Right now it's the opposite, right? Like if you're if you're just getting so many leads, so many people requesting work, build out that form, make it tough, ask for all the information you want, you know, budget, timeline, all the the details about their project, everything you could know so that when you get that, you can templatize your responses. If somebody's not a good fit, you can have a template for that where you reply and say, sorry, not a good fit. Here's a couple other options. Or hey, this is sounds like we're a great fit. We're several weeks out, like click here to book a meeting and get on our schedule. And then on those initial pre-qualification calls, when you actually, you know, get somebody on the phone, like ask all the same questions, like drill in, make sure that you are looking for those perfect clients and the perfect projects right now. Because again, you want that to segue into being able to charge more, improve your margins and your profitability. All right. Item number four is invest. And this is the time because usually when things are tough, money's tight, you're a little bit scared, you don't want to invest. So when things are good, you want to invest. Invest in marketing, invest in software, invest in technology, invest in new equipment, invest in people. Because when when you're profitable and if you are doing item number one, charging more, improving your margins of profitability, you should have the ability to invest. And it seems counterintuitive to invest in something like marketing right now. But what we've seen is the people that invest in marketing build the systems. Then you've actually got a platform, you've got brand, you've got uh, consistency that again, when you hit the low times, that will carry you through. And we saw that last year during the the initial phase of the pandemic. And that always tends to be the case with um, recessions is the companies that continue marketing or had been marketing and they just keep on marketing through the low times. They're the ones that survive those and then they come out the other side bigger and better and they're able to take advantage of the good times because they're there. Same with software and technology and equipment. You know, now is the time to to do those things too. So again, if it allows you to be more efficient during a low time, that's a tool uh, that you want in place or a technology that you want in place. And then the last one is to make sure you're setting aside cash. You know, don't, this is the caveat of like, yes, invest in these things, but don't invest everything, right? Be stacking away some cash. And this is kind of the jujitsu move that I like is thinking about, okay, stacking cash now and get ready to hire the great people when the market turns, right? Because competitors will have layoffs and they'll go out of business. And then at that point, you can steal good labor because you have the cash and you're ready. And so you, you're really thinking about, okay, yes, I want to maximize this, this good, busy season for projects and, and everything, but don't forget about kind of step two, three, four down the road. And I think this is, this is one of those times. And obviously you can um, use that to steal good labor, but you can also just use it to survive if you need to keep your people, even if you can't make that extra move to hire new people during a downturn, even if you can keep all of your really good people, you know you're going to need them when things turn up and are busy again. And so 
setting aside that cash and having those reserves is always critical. But I think there's a balance there between investment and cash reserves. So find whatever works for your business and your comfort level and your risk level. But those are my my top five strategic moves for a hot market, you know, increasing revenue and profitability, building out your backlog, qualify harder, invest, and then set aside some cash reserves. All right, guys, again, this episode is brought to you by Builder Funnel Academy. If you want to learn more about that, go to builderfunnelacademy.com slash partner. And as always, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.